Hello and welcome. We are here live at the Bell Bank Penthouse Studio here in the lovely town of Stillwater, Minnesota. Birthplace of Minnesota. Birthplace of Minnesota. I'm here with my wingman, Mr. Steve Sandell, looking dapper in his suit coat today. And not in my pajamas, like usually. <laughs> then we have a legend out of Duluth, Minnesota, a local real estate agent, Mr. Jake Eider. Thanks for coming today. Jake. Hey, thanks for having me, fellas. Eider, is that German? That is German. Okay. Yeah. I saw you driving a German car. I was just sad. <laughs> you must be tied to the motherland. Jake made the trek over here today. Lives out in Maple Grove, right? Yep, that's right. I asked him, I said, Jake, how's the driver from Maple Grove? He said, well, I actually came up for Shakopee. And I was like, what are you doing in Shakopee? And he said, what were you doing, Jake? Oh, showing houses in Shakopee. Shakopee. Nose to the grindstone. The market's hot, you got to (laughs) run. Yeah, all over the cities. Jake's always working. If you need a realtor, Jake's the guy. (laughs) How did you get into real estate, Jake? I forgot to mention, Jake's with Remax Results out of Eden Prairie, but covers the entire state of Minnesota. But tell all of our listeners out there how you got into real estate, how long ago, and why. Sure. My real estate career began while I was going to school at UMD, and I was just working at the office. I was called Remax Twin Ports back then. Is that the one that when I was there a couple weeks ago, it's an old gas station, and now it's a Remax office? That is an old gas station. That's a results <laughs> office. Remax Twin Ports, their Duluth location, was actually located in the building right next to the lift bridge. Kind of a warehouse looking building, but it was an office building. Worked there for a couple years and then finished school, moved down to the Twin Cities. Started at Remax Results in 2003, and I got licensed in 2004. So when you were working up in Duluth at the Remax office, were you just kind of working there because you kind of fell into it and then you caught the bug? Or were you from a little boy you know, Brad wanted to be an astronaut, I wanted to be a fireman, and Jake wanted to be a realtor. Is that how it Well, Jake wanted to be a professional hockey player, and real estate was a close second. But yeah, no, I was introduced into real estate from the brokers of the Remax Twin Ports, uh, and they, in fact, to be honest with you, when I met them and they told me where they worked and what they did, I go, What's Remax? Never heard of it. <laughs> Never heard of it. <laughs> yeah, then when I got licensed, I was part of a team for a few years. And then I actually was an office manager as well out of our Apple Valley location for a number of years. I forgot to mention, too, Jake being from Duluth, the sport of choice up there is hockey. <laughs> oh, no doubt about it. <laughs> no doubt about yeah. it. And Jake's also a high school ref. Yep, that's right. So all of you listeners out there probably yelled at him before. (laughs) (laughs) You can't yell at him when you hire him as your real estate agent. Yeah, Jake, where are your inch-thick eyeglasses that all refs for? You know, we've heard them all, and, you know, I guess you get to a level. This is my 22nd year doing high school hockey, and I always enjoyed high school the most because usually by that time, Parents know the game, so they know the rules. Most coaches know the game and the rules by then. And so there's a lot less getting yelled at because it's hard getting yelled at in the youth game when there's a dad that's been drinking beer in the parking lot (laughs) complaining about a call that you made or didn't make, and he has no idea what they're talking about. But, yeah, that's kind of a side hobby. It's a way for me to give back to the game and hopefully do a good job. That's why I've stuck with it for a number of years. I can't think of a better other side job or profession that translates well into being an agent because you see so many different things, deal with so many different people, personalities. Absolutely. It really teaches one to not take everything too hard or kind of understand where they're coming from. You've seen it before. You got to be calm under pressure. Calm under pressure. You definitely develop some thick skin as a hockey referee and it does translate into the real estate a lot of times. 
when the market is hot as it is and inventory is low, there are people that will do and say things to you that they probably normally wouldn't. <laughs> and so you just learn to take that with a grain of salt and go, all right, let's move on. Have you ever refed old man hockey and as the centers come into the face-off circuit, you say, so... Do you guys own your own home, or do you have to, you know, is that a good way to pick up clients? Or? I've actually never thought of that. Okay. Well, there we go. No, in fact, I don't do any advertising in hockey rinks, which I've thought of doing. I think more organically, we get leads from the kids' hockey stuff, and just from being in the locker room with the other officials, probably landed a number of deals. But again, it's nothing that I want to ever force on someone, or be that guy always talking about it. You know, hey, do you guys want to buy a house? Like Joe Pesci and Lethal Weapon, remember? He was a gangster and then he turned into a realtor. <laughs> and everybody right. says, hey, you own your own home. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Showing your age. Joe uh, Pesci, bro. Jake just mentioned kids. We know you have two boys. Tell us about the family. Jake's a married man with a beautiful family, which is another important attribute to being an agent because he's lived life and understands what people have gone through and their needs and wants with kids and without kids. Well, I'll tell you what, you're right. I do have a beautiful family and a very beautiful, understanding wife. (laughs) 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 It makes me be able to do what I do because we do run some crazy hours in the real estate world. Mm -hmm. The boys are five and four. The five-year-old is playing hockey. The four-year-old desperately wants to play hockey. So Get your pen out. We should get their full name so we can (laughs) follow them when they make it to the show. Yeah. (laughs) And then the rest of the family makeup is, is we have a dog named Franny who we've had for seven or eight years now. Franny? Yeah. Do you allow hockey sticks in the main floor of your house? Yeah. Well, mini sticks? Does your house look yeah. like yeah. <laughs> As my wife says, there's just hockey everywhere going on in here. <laughs> and they are not allowed to play them on the main level and maybe their bedrooms. But yeah, if you go downstairs in the garage or out back where we have the shooting tarp set up, there's just sticks and pucks and balls all over the place. How's your garage door look? How dented? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny. So we got the shooting tarp, which is supposed to go above your garage or in front of your garage door. And <laughs> someone in our... for curb appeal, by the way. Oh, that's... <laughs> that was the wife's number one complaint. She goes, every time I come home, I'm going to see that. And I said, well, you know, and you'll see the kids out there having fun. And she's like, yeah, there you go. So <laughs> we're... Yeah. We were fortunate enough where we have a big shed in the back that has a deck off it. So that's where we got the tarp set up. So everybody wins. In Jake's family, there is a professional athlete. Take a guess what Jake's sibling does or did and runs an academy now, but what sport coming out of Duluth, Minnesota? <laughs> you know, if I didn't know already, I would guess out of Duluth. Curling? I would, I would, well, I'd say hockey, but oh. then I'd say, yeah, I'd say curling or maybe sport fishing um, <laughs> or competitive <Over> drinking. <laughs> Grandma's or whatever it's called. Jake has a successful athlete in the family. Tell us about him, Jake. Yeah, so my brother Corey, which if you were from Duluth, you would already know who he is because growing up he was plastered all over the newspaper and the news channels and all that. But my brother is a professional table tennis player. And him and his wife run a club out of New Jersey. And they travel around the world and compete in international play. That's fantastic. Do you ever want to play table tennis? Give Jake a call. Yeah. <laughs> so if you play Corey 10 games straight <laughs> of table tennis, be honest, how many do you win? Right Brandy, now? Do you win any? Yeah, so... Let's get to it. There was a point in time... No, there was never a point in time where I beat him. <laughs> and I'm not a bad player. Like, I played a little bit growing up, too. He's on another level. And so if we played 10 times, he'd win 11. Oh. Yeah. 
Okay. Um, if we played a game, they don't play up at 21 anymore, but that if we played a game up at... Wait a second, I play up at 21 with my kids. What are we supposed to play? You're, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, look up the rules, bud. Yeah. <laughs> they play to 11. And oh, the service has changed, too, where they rotate more often. Just to make the game shorter? Or? Just increase play. <laughs> taking away like somebody who is uh, maybe just a top server. Oh, I see. But if we play to 21, <laughs> I say at this point in time with, you know, he, I mean, he plays every day. He so could he probably still plays every day. He could probably spot me 19 points, and wow. I'd have to hope for him to miss two. Wow. I don't think I'd get any more than that off of him. It's kind of like when Jake Smith's an offer, he's going to get it 19 out of 20. I like it. Yeah. I like it. I like Jake rematches all. Jake rematches. State of Minnesota, uh, Twin Cities, yep. can't go wrong. There we go. Well, back to Brad and Stieg's Inside Ping Pong podcast here. <laughs> Sorry, I went off. No, that's it. fantastic. I love it. So he must have a heck of a table at his house then, I suppose. They don't even have a table at their house. <laughs> they do it all day long. And people always make the assumption that we had a table at our house. We didn't have a table at our house either. We played down at the youth center and uh, just spent a lot of time there and traveling around to local wow. Minnesota tournaments. That's fantastic. Yeah. I wish I had a skill. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we better get on topic here. Back to talking turkey or real estate, I should say. <laughs> What's going on in the market right now? What are you seeing or what's the day in the life of a real estate agent nowadays and what are kind of some things that customers are enduring or going through? Yeah, Something that's thinking about buying or selling or... Yeah, it's an interesting time. Having been in the industry for a while, we've seen a lot of the different cycles that have gone through. It can be challenging as a buyer depending on what price range and what part of town you're working in. It really comes down to getting creative with your offers and getting them to stand out more than the next guys. Like using a Bell loan officer. <laughs> you know, shameless plug. Yeah. Insert shameless plug. It, it absolutely makes a difference. Bell Mortgage has an excellent reputation. They have forever. And I've used Bell for a number of years. And in a time like this, where you have such a competitive market, I always tell my buyers, when you have a pre-approval letter from Bell versus one from another box company, it's like having a piece of gold because everybody knows that it's Bell. They know that they're a direct funding lender and they know it's going to close on time. And if it doesn't, something really went sideways. Right. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> you mentioned getting creative in offers because there's the inventory is low and there's a lot of people competing for the same house. And you've been doing this a long time. Would you say that it's more important now than ever to have an experienced agent, someone who can kind of sniff out the pitfalls in a purchase agreement and that kind of thing? You know, you look at escalation clauses and all that kind of stuff. That's not your bread and butter stuff. That can be complicated for people. It can be extremely complicating. And I would argue that more now than ever, you need to have that experience. You know, what does that look like? And not only getting creative with offers for buyers, but on the seller side, right? So, you know, you mentioned the 20 offers, and that's a very familiar thing that we're seeing right now is, well, now you have 20 offers as a seller. Which one do we take? You know, they all have such different terms, or maybe there's some escalation clauses, as you mentioned, and we're seeing a lot of cash offers, which is really tough to turn away as a seller. Right. Where are people getting all this cash? <laughs> <laughs> that's big, a great big question. Much to my surprise, there's a lot of money in the economy. Yeah. In case no. it doesn't work out in the real estate business or mortgage business, take up yeah. Well, yeah, and it's important also to have an agent who's plugged into the lending arena, too, who can determine what offers are from reputable lenders right. or someone who's actually done their due diligence on, on pre-approval and that type of thing. Because a regular home seller who does this once every 10 years doesn't know what to look for. Correct. Where you need someone 
working on your behalf to weed out the imposters? Yeah, no, for sure. Just in our 10 to 15 minutes here talking to Jake, Steve and I have the luxury of knowing Jake well, but for all you listeners out there, you can see why Jake's a great agent. Great agents are first and foremost great people that are experts in their craft. Yeah, I can see why you stand out amongst the rest, Jake, and do a great job for people. Thanks for coming today. We appreciate it. If someone wanted to get a hold of you, if they want to look up your website or call you, text you, what's the best way to get a hold of Jake Eider? <laughs> is it still MySpace? Is that, <laughs> is that still, still your, a thing? Yeah. 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 Way to get, what's or, your AOL? I think you guys are on the Facebook, right? <laughs> <laughs> on the Facebook. They got that on computers. <laughs> yeah, I heard. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, first of all, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Fun to come in and hang out with you guys for a little bit. It wasn't that bad. That was, it was good. It was good. (laughs) Two ways to get a hold of me. The best way is probably my mobile, and that number is 952-393-JAKE. Oh, say that right? 952-393-JAKE. Jake. Or you can check out my website at realestatewithjake.com. What a coincidence. Isn't that ironic? I wonder what mine spells. Awesome. Yeah, Yeah, that's great. Thanks for coming today, Jake. We greatly appreciate it. Will you come back for a second episode? Sure. Sure, I'd love to. You know, I bet we could put a net up on this table in the penthouse. It's funny. I'm thinking that. play a couple games, a couple rounds. See what it's like. Get the 30 mile an hour. Sir from Jake. You and I will play on one and Jake will. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Two against one. There we go. Well, thanks for coming today, Jake. Thanks, fellas. Thanks, Jake.